in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. My dear brother, my dear sister, I hope you are working with the Lord, and I hope you are staying steadfastly. And that is one of the key words we are going to be using today, being steadfast. Hallelujah. So today I have a brand new topic. It's uh, calling down fire from heaven. Have you, been call- have you been calling down fire from heaven? So this is the topic, calling down fire from heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And I have uh, the verses. I have Luke chapter 9 from verse 51 to 56. And I have uh, 2 Kings. Is 2 Kings chapter 1. So the best bet is to read from verse 1 to uh, 16 or 17. Okay? That is the only way you'll be able to understand fully what they are saying there in that very chapter. Amen. So let's go ahead and go to uh, Luke chapter 9 from verse 51 to 56. Then I will try to give a brief history of the of, of these verses, the context we are talking about. So let's go ahead and read. And I'm going to read from, uh, uh, let's see, let's see quickly. I would like to read from uh, other verses as well, other, other translation as well. But let's quickly see. Um, Luke chapter 9. Okay. So I'm going to read from New King James Version. Then I'll see if I can read it from other translation. Okay. Now, it came to pass when it, when the time had come for him to receive up that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Verse 52. And sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just as Elijah did? 55. But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's life, but to save them. And they went to another village. Hallelujah. Now, let me read this now in a different translation. I'm going to use a new living. Let's see if I can even change this. Okay. Let me read it from uh, the expanded Bible. Now, I'm reading from uh, 51. This 51. Now, when the time was coming near for Jesus to depart, that is to ascend, he was determined to go, that is, to go to where? To Jerusalem. Verse 52. He sent some messengers ahead of him who went into a town in Samaria to make everything ready for him. But the people there would not 
welcome that is receive him because he was set on going heading towards traveling with his face towards Jerusalem Samaritan worship at Mount Gazim Gerizim not in Jerusalem so when James and John the disciples the followers of Jesus saw this they said Lord do you want us to call fire down from heaven and destroy, burn up, consume those people? But Jesus turned and scolded, rebuked them. And Jesus said, you don't know what kind of spirit you belong to. The Son of Man, a title for the Messiah, did not come to destroy the souls or the lives of people, but to save them. Then they went to another town. Hallelujah. Now we see here that we are being presented with us an interesting story about Jesus and his disciples that occurs in the gospel in Luke chapter 9. Now he has taken his disciples to the northernmost part of Israel, where he revealed to them what was about to take place as far as his death and resurrection were concerned. Now, if you go to that chapter, you will see from verse 21. Now, okay, from in, in that chapter, you will see on that verse 21, Jesus first predicted his death and resurrection. So you will see in, in chapter, 20, I mean verse 21. And in the same chapter, he predicted it again in verse uh, 43. And they were amazed at the majesty of God. And why everyone marveled and the things which Jesus did, he said to his disciples what was going to happen to him. But they were still not sure or they did not have the revelation. Now, in that chapter, we saw how they went to the mountains to experience the transfiguration. You can see that in verse 28. And while they were watching, Jesus met with the angelic Moses and Elijah, two of Israel's greatest prophets who had long died and gone to heaven. Now, they also saw their rabbi transfigured, that is, Jesus transfigured, and they heard the voice of God thunder from heaven. And this was amazing. Now, after this amazing incident, the Bible said, I mean, the scripture said that the time to be crucified was at hand. So he set his face steadfastly towards Jerusalem. So he set what? His face to go toward Jerusalem. Now, as they travel in, in an attempt to go to Jerusalem, I mean, to to Jerusalem via the Samaria. So Jesus sent some messengers ahead to reserve a place for them to stay and to have something to eat. However, the Samaritans were not friendly at all and would not let the disciples make any arrangements for their master. 
Now, when James and John saw the Samaritans' rude <coughs> attitude and behavior, they quickly asked Jesus, can we call down fire from heaven on these guys and teach them a lesson and destroy the Samaritan village? Now, Jesus rebuked James and John and said, we will just go to another village. So, they went to another village. Hallelujah. Now, this is just a summary of this uh, encounter. Now, before this encounter with the the people of Samaria, now we also saw how Jesus was dealing with the context of who is great, who is not great, and we saw that in verse forty-six, and I read. Then a dispute arose among them as to which of them would be greatest. And Jesus, perceiving the thought on their hearts, took a little child and set him by him, and said to him, and said to them, Whoever received this little child in my name, receive me. And whoever received me, receive him who sent me. For he who is least among you all, Will be great. Now Jesus pointed out that prominent is not measured by human standard of achievement, but by one's relationship to God. Our relationship with God will set us apart. Our relationship with God will tell us where we belong. Our relationship with God will put us in the position that we will inherit. Our relationship with God will project us. It's not us to project ourselves. It's not us to put us in a position we don't deserve. If we put ourselves in a position we will not deserve, we will cry, we will reject. If they put us, if we put ourselves in a position that we don't deserve, that Christ has not put us in, we will fall apart, we will burn. We will burn. We will not be able to do the assignment. We will fail. We will not be able to do what God has told us to do. We will not be able to impart souls if we put ourselves in a position that we have not been asked to be in. So on that session, so let's pray that God will put us in the position that we deserve. It's not us to project ourselves in the position we don't deserve. It's not us to say we are this, we are that, and we rise, we are not. Okay? So it's very important. But by one's relationship to God. So anyone related to God is great, even the least of his disciples. And immediately after he talked about that, they began to ask another question. They began to say, they began to say, oh, now John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. And that is verse, verse 49. Now John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. And we forbade him because he does, he does not follow with us. 50. But Jesus said to him, Do not forbid him, for he who is not against us is on our side. Is on our side. Now let's go to Mark, Mark chapter 9. That will help us to better explain that. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 from verse 38. Okay, then we will come back to our proof test. 
Now, Jesus forbid sectarianism, where we have groups, where we have functions. And we see today, even in churches, we have uh, uh, some people, we have groups, there are some groups, they have formed themselves into groups, even in churches, which is, is, which is supposed to be a place where everybody belongs, not supposed to be a place, okay, you, you guys are poor, I will not even talk to you, these guys are rich, I won't talk to you, and there is a special seat for those who, uh, who, who have money, who, who wear good clothes, they, 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 they tell them, you sit here, those, you that are poor, you don't sit here. So all those kinds of things are in, in churches today. I don't know. It's, it's strange. See, but Jesus rebuked sectarianism. See, rebuke it. He forbid it. Doesn't belong to us. It's not about what we have, but it's, it's, it's not about material things. It's, it's about what spirit are you carrying? What spirit do you have? Remember, when you have that kind of spirit in you, it, all those things doesn't matter anymore. It's about who we are carrying. Because at the end of it all, all those things, has no impact. It, it doesn't. It doesn't say, "Oh, this is what you were carrying, or this is what you were having." Then you are welcome. No, it's, it's going to be, "What have you done?" And most of the times, we just uh, praise ourselves. We just honor ourselves. Whereas honor is not to be on us. The honor is supposed to be on Him. And the scripture has said that let him who boast, don't boast of yourself. Boast in the Lord. We are boasting about ourselves. We are when we are saying we have this, we have that. We are we are boasting. We are telling who we are to Him. Whether He is the one who's supposed to tell who we are to us. So let's go to this uh, verse thirty-eight. He said, "Now John answered him, saying." Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow. The same way after he's spoken about who is the greatest, who is not the greatest, about relationship. It's not him to tell you, uh, um, I mean, to, um, uh, to uh, <laughs> tell us all these things, but we, the, the Spirit of God will, will tell us. Okay, now, verse 38, now John answered him saying, teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us, casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said, do not forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me, for he who is not against us is on our side. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, surely I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. So we see here that he said, for now you see uh, uh, verse 39, how Jesus answered, but Jesus answered and said, you know, for being for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. That is, speaking evil of me. They, if, if, if they are not speaking evil of him, but doing the work of God. So, being a group does not really matter. But they are what? Not speaking evil. They are not what? Speaking evil. They are not against him. They are with him in spirit. It's not so much about being in a group, 
being a function, uh, all of a sudden, that's what we have turned ourselves to be. I'm not saying being in a group is evil, but I'm saying that we've turned it to like uh, a, a club. You'll you find today in many churches, just like uh, a fellowship, a church, I mean, a group. Uh, it's, there's no impact of the spirit. It's like another uh, where we have uh, just playing around, just uh, <laughs> a club. No, whereas it's a place where we're supposed to have an impact on ourselves, where we're supposed to be, really have a real deliverance, a real blessing, a real uh, 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 seeing him as he is. Hallelujah. Now, immediately after that, they began to talk about, now, since you're talking about uh, this, let's talk about other things. Now, we're talking about coming down fire from heaven. Now, it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. That steadfastly. You know, to be steadfastly, it means it means that uh, it ha- he has he has res- re- resolutely to turn resolutely in a certain way. He has established. He has set. He has made up his mind. Now his face. That he's saying here, in a, in in the Greek word, it is something like a countenance, like an appearance or like a presence. So we can also say that he has resolutely uh, set his presence or his appearance to go to where Jerusalem. It's like he has. It's, it's like his spirit has gone, has 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 gone before him. It's like we always say that, oh, uh, my spirit has left. It's like you are traveling. You know, there are some people. Uh, they are going to travel. They have already left. What you are seeing is just a bodily presence. <laughs> they have already traveled. In fact, they are already there. So, somewhat similar to this. So, he has predicted his death and, and that he's going to be uh, uh, killed and there's going to be a resolution, a resurrection. He predicted it in this same chapter twice. And when you see all this, you know, he has made up his mind. He, his spirit has gone. He's, he's just now physically, let's get ready to pass through this place. And they will not they will not accept him. They won't allow him. They will not make ready for him. Now, this is the first indication that Jesus' attention was turned towards his final suffering in Jerusalem. Now, the journey to Jerusalem was not a direct one. However, we also saw Jesus at Martha and Mary's house in Bethany. Now, when you read that, you will see it in, in, in the book in chapter 17, verse 11 of this look, okay? We also find him in Samaria and Galilee. So the journey to Jerusalem proceeded only according to God's design and in his timing. That is his death. Now, Luke's gospel emphasizes the journey to Jerusalem 
very important. He emphasized on the journey to Jerusalem. Okay? So, the Samaritans, for example, we also need to talk about them. They were descendants of the Jews who had married the Gentiles after the fall of the Northern Kingdom. So, it, so, so we, we see the Samaritans eventually develop their own religious rites, which they practice on Mount Gerion, I mean Mount Gerizim, instead of at the temple in Jerusalem. So they practice their own religious rites in this mount, mountain. So though there was a deep hostility between the Jews and Samaritans, Jesus still ministered to them in many several occasions. So we see that the Samaritans were people like us. And we see James and John, they uh, were called the sons of thunder, wanted Jesus to bring down judgment upon the Samaritan villages that refused to respond to his message. Now, just as Elijah had done in Second Kings, they had wanted to call down fire on these people. Now, let's go quickly to this Second Kings chapter one. Okay, Second Kings chapter one. <clears throat> now, because of time, I'm just going to uh, read from the. Uh, Hmm. Now let's read quickly from verse verse 7. Then he said to them, What kind of man was it who came up to meet you and told you this words? So they answered him, A hairy man wearing a leather bag around his waist. That is That that is Elijah. Okay, he he was described as a hairy man wearing a leather bag around his waist, and he said, "It is Elijah the Tishbite." Then the king sent to him a captain of fifty, which is fifty men. So he went up to him, and there he was sitting on the on the top of a hill, and he and he spoke to him, "Man of God." The king has said, Come down, verse 10. So Elijah answered and said to the captain of the fifty, If I am a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. And fire came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty, verse 11. Then he sent, then he said to him another, another, um, captain of 50, with his 50 men. And he answered and said to him, Man of God, thus has the king said, Come down quickly. Verse 12. So Elijah answered and said to them, If I am a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your 50 men. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Again, he sent a third captain of fifty, with his fifty men. And the third captain of fifty went up and came, fell on his knees before him, and pleaded with him and said to him, "Men of God, please let my life and the life of this fifty servant of yours be be precious in your sight." Look, fire has come down from heaven. <clears throat> fire has come down from heaven 
and burn up the first two captains of fifties with their fifties. But let my life now be precious in your sight. And the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him. Do not be afraid of him. So he arose and went down with him to the king. Then he said to him, Thus said the Lord, because you have sent messengers to inquire of Bezebel, the god of Ekron, is it because there is no god in Israel to inquire of his word? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed to which you have gone up, for you shall surely die. So Ahaziah died according to the word of the Lord, which Elijah had spoken. Because he had no son, Jehoram became king in his place. In the second year of Jehoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Now the rest of the act of Ahaziah, which he did as are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Hallelujah. Isn't this amazing? So sweet. So sweet. The word of God is like honey. Hallelujah. So we see here that the power of God is awesome. It's mighty. Doesn't care who you are. Doesn't care who is uh, uh, there to kill you. But when the fire of God is released, no one can withstand it. And Elijah displayed the full extent of this fire from fire from heaven. Just a spoken word. If I am a man of God, let the fire of God fall down and consume you. And the fire of God obeyed him and came down and consumed the 50 men with their captains. How many is that? That's 51. And the second time, another 51. That is 102. Now, the third time, they were so wise and came down. They obeyed their master. They did not say, oh, we are not going. They, they did not say, we, 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 we've seen a pattern of people going to meet the uh, the uh, the prophet and they have not returned. They obeyed and said, "Okay, yeah, uh, general, we will go." They obeyed their general and they went to to meet the prophet. And they were touched, and they did the right thing. And the right thing is to submit to the power of the Lord. And they submitted to the power of the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, when you come with your guns, when you come with whatever you have, with the power of God, those doesn't work. They will be shut down by the fire of God. That they, they, they will, You yourself will not be able to fire them. See? So we thank God for what the Lord has done in this chapter. But it's not representative of we Christians today. Now let's go back to uh, let's go back to to uh, our proof test. Let's go to uh, Mark chapter. Luke chapter, we are on, on Luke chapter 9. We also went to Mark chapter 9 as well. Now, Luke chapter 9 is where we were. Okay? Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Time is going quickly. Now, we saw James and John experience the Samaritan root behavior. So they quickly asked Jesus, can we call down fire from heaven on these guys and teach them a lesson and destroy this Samaritan village? Let's teach them a lesson and destroy this Samaritan village. Now Jesus rebuked James and John and said, no. We just have to go to another village. See, we just have to go to another village. And you do not know 
what manner of spirit you are of. You see, when we are saying things like this, hoping of things like this, it's coming from our mind, it's coming from our spirit, it's coming from our heart. We are carrying a different spirit. We are of a different spirit. When we are saying that we are going to call fire on our fellow brothers and sisters, we are of what? Of a different spirit. If we are what? Calling fire on a fellow brother or a fellow sister or a fellow person, we are what? Having a spirit which is not of Christ. It's not me saying it, but this is what the Lord is saying. He said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. Verse 56, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's life, but to save them. Jesus didn't come to destroy us in the first case. So why should we be trying to destroy people's lives? When Jesus came, he was found doing good. He was healing the sick. He was opening the eyes of those who were blind. And everything was being made whole. There was not a place where he uh, began to kill people. Now you see that he said, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's life, but to save them. And they went to another village. They went to where? Another village. Now why would the disciples want to call fire down from heaven? Beside the obvious fact that they were mad at them. If we knew what Elijah did, the first great prophet of Israel, the one that they had just seen on the mountain, he, he did the exact same thing in the same area for the exact same people. See, Elijah had come down fire from heaven in the contest with Baal on top of Mount Carmel. So the fire from heaven was a prophetic thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we also saw that with Moses. You know, Moses uh, uh, also called down fire from heaven on the sons of Korah in Numbers chapter 16, 16 verse 35. And on all on and on Aaron's sons in Leviticus chapter ten verse two. So the disciples were trying to emulate this great prophet for what they had done. And when they asked Jesus for permission to scorch the Samaritans, so they had great examples to follow. So they thought they are that. Jesus will go along with them with that same spirit. Jesus said, no, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. Jesus, however, said, my ministry is going to be a different one. What Moses and Elijah did was appropriate for that time and situation, but my ministry is going to be a, a, a about trying to save these people's life, not wipe them out. We are not wiping people out. In fact, Jesus uses the Samaritans as examples in a lot of his parables and stories to show that we've got to love even our worst enemy. Even the story of the good Samaritan is an example. The good Samaritan. Hmm? We've got to love even our worst enemies. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus came to save, to change lives, to change us on the inside. You know, if we call down fire on everybody that disagrees with us, 
that anoint us, that doesn't be in our group. You know, we always like to be sectarian, want to be gross, fashion, that hate us, that makes things hard for us. We will have to get born as well. Fire will come down on us as well. Because to another person, we are evil. To another person, we are hating them. So they will also call fire on us. So we will also be born as well. Besides, if everyone is born up, who would who would then be saved? So we would all be dead. So therefore, what we need is the good news about what Jesus came to this earth for. You know, a person cannot learn a lesson if they are dead. If they are dead, they are dead. A dead man is gone. What lesson a dead man is going to learn? None. is gone. So calling down fire from heaven to say you want to teach them a lesson, there's no lesson there. So the Lord awakened us by way of our hearts and show us our need of a Savior. Hallelujah. So I hope we've learned a lesson today that we are all just as filthy. We are all just as evil. We are all just as sinful. But we are blameless. So we are sinners, but we are blameless. So no, not one. No, there's no one that does not sin. We are all just as fit. We are all just as... Somebody want to call fire, you also call fire on you, call fire on me. Then who is left? So please, this is an example for us to uh, learn from. The scriptures say everything that was written was written for us so that we may learn from it and not do the same thing. So we just need to examine our hearts. What spirit are we carrying? What is resident in this in this heart? Are we trying to call fire on somebody or we are calling fire on the devil? Who is the devil here? Where are we referring to? Is the devil a human person or is a spirit? So that is a different thing entirely. We don't talk about that now. Hallelujah. So give God the glory. We thank God for what he has done. And we just know that uh, that he is good all the time. There's no evil we will find in him. Hallelujah. Now, today, just the Spirit is quickening in my heart to tell us that if you are listening to this scripture today, the word of God today, and you've been carrying this kind of heart alone, calling fire on people, uh, doing all kinds of evil stuff, wishing people to die so that you yourself will live, it's of a different spirit. But there is a way out. A way out for us is to repent. Let's come to him now. The scripture says, in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, it said, But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has risen from the dead, you will be saved. But with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with man confession is made unto salvation. He said, for the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jews and Greek. For the same Lord over, overall is rich to all who call on him. For whoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. So let's ask God now to come into our heart. Let's ask his spirit to come into our heart. Let's remove that spirit that 
wants to call fire on fellow person, let's invite his spirit to come into our hearts. Hallelujah. So let's confess our sins now. Let's believe him. Let's trust him. There's no not there's no one that he cannot that that he cannot save. There's no one he cannot save. He saved you, he saved me. So let's trust him now. Let's believe him now. Hallelujah. So confess him with your mouth. Believe in your heart right now. Father, remove that spirit that is not of God in my heart. Remove it in the name of Jesus. Fill it with your spirit. Let there not be a, a vacuum. Fill it with your spirit. Let those spirit that is not of God go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Any spirit that is not of God, any dwelling spirit that is not of God in my vessel, in this body, in this tent, in this body, remove it, Lord. I confess with my mind that you are Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you, God has raised you from the dead in the name of Jesus. I believe you, O God. I trust in you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I also know that I have seen, I have done things that is not right in the name of Jesus. I have seen, I have touched, and I have meditated on things which are not right in the name of Jesus. Thank you for forgiving me today. Thank you for the blood you shed on the cross. Thank you for all that you did on the cross. Everything I ever seen, every uh, lack, defeat, failure, everything now is nailed on this cross. Thank you, O oh God. You have made us a brand new creation right now. A new man, a born man, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We glorify your name. In the name of Jesus, O oh God. Remember, there is no dis- there is Remember that there is no distinction between Jews and the Gentiles. For the same Lord over us reached to all who call upon him. So it doesn't matter wherever you come from, whatever you have done, it doesn't matter where where you are, whatever you have, where you are going. He knows in the name of Jesus. Where Where you are coming from, he knows. He knows everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Thank you for your for your for you what you did on the cross. Thank you for all that you did for me. Thank you for all that you did for the world. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We worship you. We give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Now, if you pray that prayer, I just want to thank God for you. And I know that you have filled yourself with the Spirit of God right now in the name of Jesus. And you are welcome into the family of God right now in the name of Jesus. I just want to encourage you that this is the first step. Begin to meditate on the Word of God day and night. Begin to read the Word of God every time in the name of Jesus. Read the word of God, made him your Lord, made him your Savior, made him your master, made him everything. Let him be your first thing you think about. Hallelujah. When you wake up. Hallelujah. And let him fill your heart with a song. A song, song, song. Fill your heart with song. Fill your heart with touching song. Fill your heart with good things. Fill your heart with the Spirit of God. Fill your heart with the going out, with the coming in, with deliverance, touching lives, saving souls. Fill your heart with the Spirit of God right now in the name of Jesus. And I come against every spirit that is not of God, every spirit of God that is not, every spirit that is not of God, every contrary spirit, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And we want to use this opportunity to 
ask God now to impact lives in like never before. Reach out to impact lives with these abilities. Because when he comes, he comes with gift. Gives us gift, gives us ability, gives us talent in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive your ability right now. We, re- we receive your your impartation right now. We receive your gift. We receive your talent in the name of Jesus. We receive that prophetic utterances right now in the name of Jesus. Not just only to speak in tongues, but also to have an ability to have opinion about ourselves and opinion about others in the name of Jesus. In the house, there are different vessels, O God, in the name of Jesus. In the same way, O God, in this tent, let there be different kinds of talent, different kinds of gift in the name of Jesus, gift of administration, gift of help, gift of prophesying, gift of reaching out in the name of Jesus, all kinds of gift according to your riches, so God, impact also God with your ability, ability right now in the name of Jesus. Now, if you are sick in the body, I command that spirit to go in the name of Jesus. Every contrary spirit that is not of God, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. If it's because of what you have done, believe that God has wiped away every sin, everything that you have done, He has forgiven you, begin to receive Him, begin to ask God to come to you and change your atmosphere, your situation in the, right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus sent his word and healed every sickness. Jesus sent us his word and delivered us. Jesus sent forth his word and made us whole. Be whole right now in the name of Jesus. By your stripes you are healed in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in your in your in your vessel right now in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in your body. Be made whole in your system. Be made whole in your blood. Be made whole in your liver. Be made whole in your kidney. Be made whole from head to toe. Be made whole in your in your skin, in your lungs, in the name of Jesus. Whatever sickness calling, I command you to pack your bag and go in the name of Jesus. You sickness, you you demons of sickness, you diseases, you affliction, you infirmities, I command you in the name of Jesus. Get out from that body in the name of Jesus. Get out from that vessel in the name of Jesus. Get out from that body in the name of Jesus. I command you, pack all your belongings, pack all your sickness, pack all your frustration, pack them in the name of Jesus. Approach yourself from that body. Approach yourself from that body. The root, approach your root from that body right now in the name of Jesus. Approach every root in the name of Jesus from that vessel, from that from that body right now in the name of Jesus. Out in the name of Jesus. Your sickness, your affliction, out in the name of Jesus. I command you, pack all your belongings, pack all your frustration. Pack all your diseases, pack all your affliction, pack all your disappointment, pack all your symptoms, whatever name they call you, pack them right now in the name of Jesus. I command you, pack, 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 pack. There's no place for you in the name of Jesus. There's no hiding place for you, you sickness, you affliction. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of infirmities, you bring people low to the ground in the name of Jesus. You get out from that body in the name of Jesus. Get out from that system in the name of Jesus. Get out from that eye in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. He who is free is free indeed. And we thank God for what he has done today. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. We worship you. We bless you, Father. 
Jesus. 